from the book of Exodus, chapter 17, verses 1 through 7. From the wilderness of sin, the whole congregation of the Israelites journeyed by stages, as the Lord commanded. They camped at Rephidim, but there was no water for the people to drink. The people quarreled with Moses and said, give us water to drink. And Moses said to them, why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water. And the people complained against Moses and said, Why did you bring us out of Egypt to kill us and our children and livestock with thirst? So Moses cried out to the Lord, What shall I do with this people? They are almost ready to stone me. The Lord said to Moses, Go on ahead of the people and take some of the elders of Israel with you. Take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile and go. I will be standing there in front of you on the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock and water will come out of it so that the people may drink. Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. He called the place Massa and Meribah because the Israelites quarreled and tested the Lord saying, Is the Lord among us or not? The word of God for the people of God. You may be seated. Where God calls, God provides. When we are very honest with ourselves, though, this is where we, a people of faith, struggle to believe day in and day out. Where God calls, God provides. Now, we don't struggle to believe that God provides for us on our best days, our days of joy and easy living, days of good health and good weather, days filled with celebration, or just days spent in good old-fashioned contentment. No, we don't struggle to believe that God provides on those days. But give us a challenging day or a scary diagnosis, put before us any sort of struggle or obstacle, let us suffer a loss or a setback, give us any of those things and then then we look around and ask, is the Lord among us or not? I must say, though, at least when we ask this question, when things are going poorly in our lives, at least we are turning to God. Because I must say that I myself, and I suspect many of you too, are not as inclined to look to God when things are going well. We can be very forgetful like that. Today's scripture and many of the other texts from the good old days of the Exodus, they are powerful reminders of our human tendencies to be forgetful of the blessings God has given and to be quick to question God's provision when we are in hard places. And there is no doubt 
that God's people in today's text are in a hard place. And it is a hard place God has led them to. Let us not overlook that fact. And let's also remember that it... <laughs> I I'm not losing my mind. There's an ad up here. <laughs> Let us also remember that it has been a very eventful time for the people who we find grumbling in the wilderness today. Having spent at least decades in Egypt and slavery, the people suddenly had a God-sent leader, Moses, who comes to town and goes directly to confront Pharaoh asking for the Israelites' freedom. A series of plagues is sent by God to show Pharaoh who is truly in charge, but the stubborn Egyptian leader does not relent to let God's people go until the final plague ends in the death of all of the Egyptians' firstborn. Even then, even after the people have been allowed to leave and they are on their way with all they could carry, even then, while his people and himself are in mourning, Pharaoh changes his mind and pursues them with his army. An army that ends up wiped out by a Red Sea that God parted for his people to pass through, but which did not remain open for Pharaoh's soldiers. After all of this epic drama, the people find themselves in the wilderness, led by God in a pillar of fire by night and cloud by day. At first, the people celebrate. They have, after all, been freed from the forced labor that it is likely none of them who were in the wilderness have ever known anything different than. But then things get real because these are real people with real needs. Of course, there was the matter of what they were going to eat. God resolved this problem by providing the miracle of manna day after day, something that is explained in the chapter just before our reading today. And then there is the matter of water. The subject at hand in today's text, which is not the first text, by the way, that deals with water issues the Israelites faced in the wilderness. The first water issue had been not about a lack of water, but about the bitterness of the water they did find. Today's water issue is more dire. There is none in the place God has led them to, to encamp. Sitting here today, it is very easy to judge these people for their grumbling and complaining. God has brought them out of slavery. He has led them with his physical presence by day and night. He has provided food. Yet, they bring a complaint that is already familiar to Moses, one that seems so ungrateful. Why did you bring us out of Egypt? The people complained to Moses about the very desperate and scary water situation. And Moses complained to God about the very desperate 
and scary people situation. Yes, it wasn't just the people grumbling and complaining. It was Moses too, but at least Moses knew who to turn to. And after God provided water from a rock, Moses named the place Testing Massa and Quarreling Meribah. Just a little bit of getting the last bitter word in on the subject. But we should not judge because you know what? God didn't. God provided. So now where does this leave us all today? Many of us are waiting for God to tell someone to strike a rock and bring forth healing, reconciliation, peace. Many of us are looking to heaven and wondering, what is the point of going on? Where were you? How can I get past this pain? And many of us are sitting in this space we love today, asking, why did you lead us here? Why did you give us so many dreams? Why has it not worked out the way we thought it would? Why, why, why? I don't have the answers, but I am here to point us all, myself included, to God, just like Moses did. Whenever we have hard questions, whenever we look around and feel alone with nothing but difficult situations, whenever we feel like our days of celebration and gratitude are all in the distant past, whenever we struggle, we should do like Moses did. First, we should pray. Honestly and bluntly, plain and clear, we should lift up all of our worries to God. God is always there to listen with compassion and steadfast love even when we feel like our words are falling into an abyss of nothingness. Second, we should listen. Sometimes when we pray, we are inclined to fill the minutes with our words and we forget to listen for God's answers. Wouldn't it be a shame if we were looking for someone else to bring stick to rock only to find out that we were holding the stick ourselves. We just neglected to hear God tell us how to use it. Finally, we should never forget that there are others to accompany us in the midst of our difficulties. For Moses, there was a group of elders to go with him as he carried out God's instructions. Who are the ones that stand around you? who can witness to the fact that God is standing right before you, just like God stood before Moses and the elders on a rock that would spring forth water that day. 
You did catch that in the scripture today, I hope. God was on the rock. Verse six, I will be there in front of you on the rock at Horeb. That is truly the blessing we should all glean from the text today. Whether we are in good times or bad, God is not just on the rock before us, he is our rock. In 1 Corinthians 10, Paul writes about these people who wandered in the desert under the care of God, saying, I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea and all ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. All drank from the same spiritual drink. They drank from the spiritual rock that followed them. I would say the rock preceded them in a pillar of fire and smoke, a rock that still to this day precedes us and leads us. They drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. Are you thirsty today? Does your life feel dry and desolate and unwelcoming? Come then and drink from the rock that is Jesus Christ. Are you well and satiated today? Does life feel good and blessed and pleasant? Come then and be the bearers of a cool drink for those who are thirsty. Where God calls, God provides. May it be so not only to us as individuals and as a community, but may it also be so through our words and our deeds. Where God calls, God provides. May we hear stories like those we have heard today and find ourselves softened by the knowledge that even when we are forgetful and short-sighted, God is not. Where God calls, God provides. May we go from this place, following where God leads, doing as God guides, and ever ready to be surprised by and thankful for what springs forth to nourish us and the world as we go in God's name. Let us pray. Lord, we acknowledge that we have a lot of prayers that feel like they go unanswered or they are not answered the way we would like or in the time we would like. But you are faithful, steadfast, and always present. May we be people of the rock, people who know where to turn when we struggle.
people who know that there are others on this journey with us who can give us strength when we feel that we do not have it on our own. People who can bear one another up when we are feeling strong and powerful. May all we do and all we say be a testimony to the rock on which we stand and receive all that we need. In Jesus' holy name we pray today. Amen.